Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals joining the ranks of teams in the NFL, looking for a new head coach, also looking for a new general manager. Here to talk about all of that with us from NFL Network, Steve Weiss checks in on the Arizona Sports Line. Steve, it's been a while. How you been, man? Oh, it's been a while. I've been good. How are you guys holding up? Good. We got we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we, we do. Big changes in the uh, in the future for the Arizona Cardinals. When honestly, Steve, during the course of of the year, uh, and especially when you consider the length of the contract extensions handed out by Michael Bidwell to Steve Kime and, and Cliff Kingsbury back in March, there was doubt uh, on whether or not this change, which we d- deemed necessary, would happen. I mean, what was your reaction to to the to the quick move by Michael Bidwell? No surprise. I mean, you could see, you know, look, Steve Kime stepped away for health reasons, and, you know, you could, you were just wondering if, if he was going to be able to come back, especially, you know, his drafting track record has not been great. He's been there a long time, and that maybe they need to go ahead and move forward just with a whole new leadership direction. And with Kingsbury, I mean, I don't know if he's seeing this necessarily as a horrible thing. I mean, he really seemed beaten down oh, as yeah. the season went along, and, and he may be relieved that he's no longer going through this. So, um, no surprises. I, I think they have to make a change. It just seemed way too dysfunctional mm-hmm. um, throughout the season with all of the things that went on this season. Without a doubt. So when you look at Kyler, everything has got to be patterned around Kyler Murray and, and elevating Kyler Murray and, and holding him accountable is going to be very, very key. It leads a lot of people to speculate on Sean Payton. When you look at where Sean Payton might end up, what, what, what do you say to yourself? How realistic might Arizona be if they're willing to pay a price well i mean you know look they're not going to do the dance if they're not going to be willing to pay remember they're also going to have to give up compensation to the saints to get him and the saints aren't going to let him go for a song Mm -hmm. they know his value and they know all the work that they have to do so are are the cardinals one willing to give up that type of of compensation two um sean payton is going to want ultimate authority you may have a general manager but he is Bill Parcells. I mean, he what he did down in New Orleans, he ran every aspect of that building. So they have to understand, maybe this is the type of leader that we need. And then, and then lastly, you know, in terms of conforming around a quarterback, I mean, that's what Sean Payton has done. He did it with Drew Brees. It was consistent. Um, but overall, could he have better opportunities? I mean, is Denver a better opportunity? Remember, Russell Wilson and him, there was talk about them uniting in New Orleans. You know, um, I I don't see a place like the Colts or Carolina being overly attractive to Sean Payton. So, um, again, we'll we'll see, but he seems to have the itch, and Arizona might offer up the best potential structure um, for him to win, especially if, if they give him complete authority to run the entire operation. Steve Weiss, Chief National Reporter for NFL Network, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Uh, of the five, well, first, I mean, there's five openings right now for coaches. Steve, do you expect any more to open up? And, and if not, I mean, how, where would you rank the, the, the best opportunity for, for any coach? Or do you, do you kind of chalk it up to individual fit? Yeah, I mean, there, there's always a surprise. And we're already hearing about, and, and I think this is incredibly legitimate, Sean McVay stepping away, kind of doing what Sean Payton did this year. I, I think that is a real, real possibility. And if that happens, maybe they just promote somebody from within, um, like a Raheem Morris. So, And then you don't know what's going to happen with Washington, with the potential sale of the team. Mm-hmm. Would new ownership want to retain Ron Rivera? <clears throat> the thing is, maybe that sale doesn't happen for several months. So making a change right now would make no sense. So there, there, there's, there's always a surprise or two out there. 
Um, you just never know. But those are the two I, I kind of put a surprise bubble hanging over. In, in ranking, you know, the situations, I think you have to, you know, put Denver first. I mean, yes, there's an ownership change, but this is one of the deep, most deep-pocketed owners in the NFL. The culture in that community um, is already there, even though they haven't really been great um, since Peyton Manning left. There is some structure within that organization. Uh, and then you look around and you're like, well, the Colts, they've been kind of a mess, but they've got a pretty good roster, but they don't have a quarterback. The Texans, disaster. Arizona, whoever comes in, you're going to have to cater to Kyler, but Kyler might not even be able to ready, ready to play to the end of next season. So what do you do until then? Right. You know, so so there's just, you know, there, there's a reason why those teams are looking for head coaches and those teams, you know, were pretty much a mess this year. And, and there's no real quick fixes except for possibly in Denver because they have Russell Wilson and if a coach can get him going. Um, then they could turn things around pretty quickly. The, the the amount of draft capital the Raiders gave up to get John Gruden was extreme, and a lot of people think that might be the same with Sean Payton. Yet, yet precedent all precedent isn't always what it seems to be. We thought that every contract after Deshaun Watson was going to be fully guaranteed, and that wasn't the case. What what do you think is a price too high to pay for a head coach when it comes to draft capital? Depends on depends on what your roster is. You know, and so with the Arizona Cardinals specifically, they got a lot of holes to fill. Yeah, I know you played that. I know you played that clip of Michael Bidwell saying, "Hey, the talent is there." He's looking at it. You know, maybe you know I'm just too far away and don't know what's going on. But he's looking at things a lot differently than I am. <laughs> um, so, do they want to give up? You know, a first or a first and a fourth or a, a second and a third to do that when they've. And they've got to build. You know, maybe he wants to go into free agency and, and and all that. They don't have a ton of trade capital in terms of players for for picks. I mean, a trade Buda Baker? No. I mean, how many how many guys do other teams really want with that that are going to come with with that type of compensation? So it's you know, I, I just I just don't know. And that's where they have to figure out what their GM is going to be. Are they going to do it in house, or again, if they give total authority to someone like Sean Payton? You know who they're going to have yeah. to give up the, the farm right. for? Um, is, is it really all worth it? I mean, th- these are things that hopefully they've had plenty of time to already kind of sort through to see which direction they want to go in. The Demar the Demar Hamlin story, thank God, ended up in a very good place. He's coming back to Buffalo. He's he's felt all the love. He's promised to return it back into the world. So it's all great. I'm curious though, how do you think it's going to play out with this neutral site AFC Championship game if we get to that point? The way the playoff schedules had to be adjusted. Do you see any city issues with this? How do you think it's going to play out? No, I mean, look, we, we know some teams like Kansas City are like, you know, this is kind of this, or Cincinnati, this is kind of that. I, I'm going to fall back to a couple things. Teams have had to adjust before. I mean, the Bills had to go to Detroit this year because of a snowstorm, mm-hmm. right? That's right. It, it worked, right? Um, and I just go back to something I've said and what a million people have said throughout their careers as players, coaches, fans, whatever. It doesn't matter where we play the game. We'll play in the parking lot if we have to. Um, let's just play the game. Okay, there you go. I'm going to put that in your face. I'm going to throw that in your face anytime you want to complain about where a game is played. The only people who should be upset about this are the fans, maybe, yeah. right? Right. You know, the, the fans who may have to catch a flight or can't, can't readjust their work schedules to get to a game 
in a different city. Yeah. Other than that, just play the game, man. It's, it's going to get you to a Super Bowl. And if you're more bent out of shape about where you're playing instead of what the ultimate goal is, then uh, I think your eyes are on the wrong prize. Steve Weiss from NFL Network, our guest here on Arizona Sports. Before we let you go, I want to go back to the coaching real quick again because I'm seeing the the initial wave of candidate uh, candidates that are out there for these openings, Steve. And, you know, obviously Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh are getting a lot of the attention. But D'Amico Ryans, Raheem Morris, uh, Jonathan Gannon, Ben Johnson, these are the guys that are popping up in, in a lot of these uh, rumors right now. For the last four or five years, it seems, it was Eric B enemy rumor season you, you yeah. don't see his name right now uh have we passed the possibilities of eric Bieniemy becoming a head coach it seems like it right now he may be coming in the next wave there's always a couple waves right this is the initial okay let's look at some of the new guys or some of the guys with experience as head coaches and then let's kind of get to some of the established coordinators because you're not seeing guys like leslie frazier eric Bieniemy. um there, you know, there, there's a couple other coordinators out there that we've we've seen a little bit. I mean, hell, why isn't Steve Wilkes getting more opportunities after what he just showed in Carolina? Yeah, you know, so he so he may be in the second wave. Um, so we'll we'll see. But it's just really weird. I mean, maybe people say, look, Eric has interviewed ten, twelve times and hasn't gotten a job. There's something there. We just don't want to go that route. But I, I just don't understand it <clears throat> um, in terms of. What, what he and that staff have done this year with all the changes they made offensively and the way they've kind of redesigned their offense, to me, if I'm looking at it like, hmm, that's, that's a little bit more than they've had to do in the past couple of years, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, again, we'll see. There's always, there's always a couple of ways, and we'll see which direction these teams want to go in. Steve, thanks so much, as always, for joining us. Really appreciate you, the, uh, the insight.